Praise Lord, everyone. It's Brother Cruz here, your host for the Everyday Apostolics podcast, where the individual shares their story for God's glory. Greetings in the, greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and greetings to all our listeners, whether it be here in Australia or literally in other parts of the world. Um, I do hope last week uh, you enjoyed the last episode we had with uh, Sister Rebecca Barandoff. Uh, that was prior to our trip, uh, AOM trip uh, in Western Australia. But once again, I do hope you took something out of it. And, you know, just as Sister Rebecca, just the everyday apostolic sharing her story for God's glory. Always on top of that, greetings to all those, um, you know, in other parts of the world. Thank you once again for your support. Thank you once again for your comments. Thank you once again for your input. But also on top of that as well, um, just a massive shout out to the Northside Pentecostal Church, all the way on the other side of Australia, Western Australia. The West does it best, and uh, acknowledging Pastor Butcher and uh, Sister Butcher, um, Pastor and Pastor and Sister Butcher, uh, for their um, for the wonderful work they do over there on the other side of Australia, and it's wonderful to see that the churches in the West, especially on the other side of Australia, are growing. Um, uh, yeah, it's just growing. It's wonderful to see. Now, basically, for this week's episode, it's the final season, the final final episode of this season. And before moving on, I just want to take this time to say thank you to all the guests that have come on, uh, that have uh, taken their time, that have, uh, you know, taken the time to share their, their journey, you know, their, their genesis, uh, their beginnings, you know, where they've come from, you know, the obstacles or the hurdles they've faced and to see where they are now, uh, it's amazing. And, uh, and I just thank the Lord. You know, I really thank the Lord to see that everyone has a beginning. Everyone has their own journey. Everyone has a unique story. Of how you know the Lord made a way in their lives, or um, which you know which biblical people they do, they would have on their you know their dinner table, so on and so forth. So it means uh, it means a lot. So thank you so much to all the guests that have come on for this season. Now, for this episode, basically I'm going to be sharing on AYM, Australian Youth Missions, and you know what it means for me, or what it's or what it's all about, and it's I believe. Uh, AYM, it's a, it's a very it's a it's a great initiative, especially here in Australia, for young people to go out and see what it's like to be in another church in another part of Australia, or another state. So before I proceed even before I move on any further, so AYM stands for the Australian Youth Missions. So these are basically for people that may not know here in Australia or in other parts of the world. So Australian Youth Missions is basically a, it's an initiative where a group of young people, as I said before, they are allocated in teams. And when they're allocated in teams, they go to different parts of Australia, different states. So, for example, um, the two guests that I had on, uh, so the guest Sister Rebecca last week and Brother Prosper the week before, they're on the team that was allocated um, to go to Western Australia, which was a uh, Myself included, leading the team. And if they do hear this, I just want to say the job well done. They did an awesome job. They did an incredible job. Um, you know, with the roles that they'll put into for that Sunday or that Saturday or even for the Friday. So it was wonderful them to see um to see them being used mightily by the Lord. And it's just wonderful, you know, because it says in His Word that God is no respect of persons. Anyway. So AYM, that's that's like AYM in a nutshell. And for me, I believe AYM is a, it's a great program. Why I think it's a great program because it's in a way of 
opening the eyes of the young people to see what it's like in another part, in another church. You know, from taking them out of their comfort setting where they are, in their home church, and going to somewhere, whether it be somewhere in the urban areas or even in the rural areas. You see how church is done or how how church adapts to the environment around them and reaching out to the community or reaching out to, you know, some certain ethnicities. You know, it's just a wonderful thing. Now, for me, uh, AYM, my first AYM started all the way back in 2006. I was 17 years old. I was in year 11 uh, at Endeavour Sports High School in Sydney South. And I remember the time when this uh, application form came uh, my my youth leader back then, by the name of um, Brother Bill Nakota, uh, you know, he gave the form and, you know, I filled it out and there was another brother as well and filled it out and just handed it in and it was like, okay, I wonder where we we're going to go. And for me, back in 2006, I was still around, say, two years in the Lord. I uh, you know, got baptized and filled back in 2000, 2004, but I entered into the Pentecostal church back in 2003. Anyway. When it came to filling out this form, I was I was very I was curious as to where where would I go, and I was I would be happy if I was going East Coast, somewhere in Brisbane, one of the churches in Brisbane back then, or in Melbourne, or even in New South Wales. That was just my thoughts, and that was just my you know my thought process. Anyway, on one Saturday night, I remember finishing cell group at one of the sisters' house in Param in Harris Park, which is near Parramatta. And my late pastor back then, uh, Pastor Sam Bulibosa, he was in the van and he, he called my name and then he told me to come over. And then he informed me, I've got, the, I received the application. I received the application, where are you going? You're going to Perth. And as a 17-year-old, I was, I was gobsmacked. I was really gobsmacked. I was gobsmacked because it's like Perth, all the way in Western Australia? You know, the only time, well, not really the only time, I, I really had a fascination of going to the other side of Western Australia. But I thought that would be when I'm 30 years old, or, you know, or especially my age now, you know, the mid-30s. But to go there as my first AYM trip as a 17-year-old, it, um, it, was, it, was, it was pretty amazing. It was like, it was pretty astounding for me, like a boy such as myself going to another, you know, the other part, other side of Western Australia. And on top of that, Prior to you know any having any knowledge of what you know or what is in Western Australia, I had a, I had a schoolmate uh, back in primary school. He was a year below me, but he he came from Western Australia, so he migrated to Australia. But it was through Western Australia, and then from Western Australia he came over to Sydney. So that was the only knowledge I knew of. And on top of that, you know, if you're into if you're if you're into your sports, Western Australia had some you know cricket team or an AFL team, and you watch it on free to free to air TV. So anyway, going to my first trip in 2006 and, you know, going on that Virgin flight, early morning flight, it was myself and myself, my former youth leader, another brother, and we went on another brother and uh, Sister Janie Oliver. Um, well, no longer Oliver now, Sister Janie Gration, that she's now the you know, pastor's wife in Cairns Church. So went on this flight and, oh, mate, it was a pretty long flight. There was no in-flight entertainment. You know, Virgin, you know, Virgin had those domestic flights and there was no in-flight entertainment. And the only way to entertain myself was basically reading the Bible. I was just reading and reading and reading and reading. And 
And also how I kept myself occupied on the five hour flights such as that was just eating, eating and eating. And for those of us here based in Australia, you know when you catch a domestic flight, um, the prices on, you know, certain certain airlines such as Virgin or Jetstar, they're they're not cheap. They're not cheap. You know, a small packet of Pringles will cost you what, around ten dollars. So it's like a you know pretty outrageous prices. But anyway, you know, going in the plane and landing in Perth and just seeing how different it was. Um, it was just different and it was like, wow, man, this is Perth. So and on top of that, you know, we had the Friday night fellowship and this was the first time um this is the first time I met Pastor Paulus back then, um, in two thousand six. And um the church back then for me, from my perspective, was a small church. It was a small church, so I remember Friday was the fellowship night. Saturday was more like the practice, and they had like a um, like a fundraiser, like a dinner, dinner, and they all and they had to dress up as certain characters or so, whether it be Jesus, Jesus or Mary, or whether it be Solomon, and other people came out as different characters. I still remember the time when one, one, uh, these two young, two boys, two, uh, two Caucasians, one of them came out as Fifty Cent, and the other one came as Skater Boy. And I was like, okay, this is pretty interesting. And then on top of that as well, there was this uh, African, I think it was a South African fellow, came out as the president of Nigeria. And as soon as he mentioned about the next ANC ANC meeting, most of the Africans started laughing out loud. I said, all right, I get the humor, I get the humor. Anyway, then came to our services. We only had one service. It was the Sunday morning service. But I'll let you know now, I was nervous. I was nervous. I was so nervous. It was like, I'm in a different church. You know, I don't even know these people. You know, the only people, the only people I knew the back then was the people I billeted with, and that's the Barretts. Shout out to all the Barretts: uh, Rowan, Josh, David, Daniel, Haiti. Most of them married now and got kids. And uh, it was a wonderful moment we were staying with the Barretts, and I will cherish that for the rest of my life. And it came to the services and, you know, we, you know, I was asked to song lead. Now, back in my, back in the church in Parramatta, in the old building in the PCYC, I did, I did a few, some, you know, I did a few song leading, you know, worship leading or so, but it was just coming to another place, you know, in another area that I'm not familiar with. It was nerve wracking, I tell you. Yes, we, yes, we fasted. Yes, we prayed, but just going in that sort of, you know, in that sort of setting is like, oh man, I don't know, I'm going to do this. And if I was to be honest with you, I still remember that service because when we were singing, I did have the mic, but I had it so low and so far from a voice. I was singing, but I was very, I was singing very faint. And it was just made me, you know, it just made me real nervous because, oh man, I don't know how to go. And on top of that, I was asked to testify. Now I did have everything written out, and I just testified from there. And then, and I, I thank the Lord for that. And that was basically my first AYM trip in a nutshell. Now, fast forward now to twenty twenty three. I'm I've been blessed and I've been thankful to be on ten AYM trips. Um, even going on this trip just recently back to Perth again, my third time in the Northside Pentecostal Church. It made me really think and remember the past trips I've been on and the past leaders I've been under and it's just been a great experience you know sometimes I think to myself man a boy such as me you know born and raised in the St. George area here in Sydney South you know 
going to 10 AYM trips and uh, it really made me thankful and grateful and, and do apologize if I started getting emotional because, you know, at times, you know, the Lord opens doors and, you know, when he opens doors, it, it, it may really, you know, sometimes they, oh, is this for me? You know, this is, that's my mindset. But just to see, you know, the trips I've been on, I've been real blessed and thankful for. Now, there have been some highs. There have been some, I mean, all the AYM trips are highs. But there have been some moments and there's one, one particular moment. Now, I'm not going to try and mention names. I'm not going to try and mention the place. I'm not going to try and mention the year as well. But there's one particular moment for me, one particular AYM trip. It was like a turning point. It was a turning point of helping me improve in regards to how I share the word of the Lord, how I share the word of God. So it was one particular AYM trip, one particular year, with one particular team. We went to, it was on a Saturday night. I still remember it was a Saturday night and we had the Saturday service. Um, and I was asked to share around between the 10 to 15 minutes. And it was basically in the last chapter of Romans, you know, what shall separate us from the love of Christ, as I paraphrase. And while I was preaching, while I'm, well, I'm sorry, while I was sharing, I kept repeating these words, amen and praise the Lord, amen and praise the Lord, like filler words. Anyway, after that service, on that particular Saturday night, I remember, you know, coming down, the pastor back then, he called me and the group leader, which I will not name, but if they do hear this, you know, you probably know who you are. Called the group leader, called the assistant pastor, and in a circle, he pointed, he said to me, pointed me and said, if this person says amen or praise the Lord one more time, I'm taking the mic off him and I'm sitting him down. Now, I'm not doing this to disrespect, I'm not doing this to try and embarrass, but it was just a real learning curve for me how, you know, how he showed how to, you know, sort of that, how can I say that, tough love. Because with this person, with this, uh, with this man, oh God, he trained Brother Sam. And I can see how, all right, now, now I know this, but this was like real, it was like a real full, full on encounter. And I remember at the end of that night, I was really, I was like red faced, like I could feel my face, like I felt embarrassed. Um, I felt like I was gonna. I, I look. I, I was, no joke. I went to the. I remember going in the restroom. I started crying. I, I'm just being real. I just. I started weeping. I started crying. He said, "Oh man, so oh, this is." I mean, I, like I felt like I felt like I let the team down. But I still remember that night that uh, we had dinner at one of the family's place and the group leader back then. Uh, he, you know, he came to comfort me. You know, he said, "Look, don't, don't let it get to you, bro. You know, they've. Uh, I've heard a man." You know, there's been other situations such as that as well, and and I'm I real thank I'm real thankful for a couple that really you know really they they prayed and they really encouraged me greatly, uh, especially in that moment, cause on that on that Saturday night I was thinking of flying out. Now this I know I said AYM was a good you know it's a good initiative, but here I'm trying to bring it down in that particular event in that particular year, trying to sneak out. Now for those of you who know me personally, you know I'm not a little person. And you're trying to figure out how you're going to sneak out with your size. And I say, yep, that's that's what I was thinking is thinking of as well back in that year. But anyway, the next day came on Sunday morning and I heeded to the words that were said by the man of God. And I, I shared and I remember, okay, don't repeat the words. Don't repeat praise Lord, amen. Don't repeat it. Don't repeat it. And then also, don't look at your notes. <laughs> 
And it all went well. It all went well. And I remember he came up to me and see, and he said, see, that sounded better. And this, and I said, uh, and as I just said, I didn't say it to him in, you know, directly. I just said to myself, man, he's right. And that was for me, that's my turning point. That's my turning point for that particular trip in the AYM. And I remember the following year at a regional youth camp where the guest speaker was Reverend David McGovern. But it was during one of the pre- um, during the teaching sessions, I think one of the preachers, I forgot who it was, whether it be Jonathan Downs or someone else, where they mentioned AYM. And I remember my group leader back then, he looked at me and I looked at him, we just started smiling, having a bit of a chuckle because of that particular moment on that particular weekend at that particular time where it was a particular moment where it was at the end of turning point. But no, I thank the Lord for that. And if you know, if you do know the place where, you know, that I'm trying not to mention, especially those in Australia. Um, you know, just come see me in person and and yeah, you probably have another story of that relatable as well. Now moving on, you know, other trips I've been to. So 2006 was of course my first trip to Perth. 2010 was Shell Harbour with Pastor Bill Morris. 2011 was in Townsville with the late um late Reverend Dennis Jacobson. 2012 was Adelaide, 2013 was Adelaide, that was under the pastorship of um, Brother um, uh, Pastor Cochran, which has now been taken over by Pastor Jeff Barandoff. Now you may um, forget Barandoff, yes, Pastor Jeff Barandoff's um, children have been on this podcast, and once again, Pastor Jeff, Jeff, hope you hear this, acknowledging you as well, sir. And then 2014 was the church in Limbrook in wonderful Melbourne, and Limbrook, if you may not know, Limbrook is where Sister Abby, Sister Abby Revel, she was a guest on the show, and that's where her parents and where she went to church uh, prior to being married to Pastor Benjamin Revel. And then it wasn't until 2019 I came back in the um, you know, came out of the wilderness, AYM wilderness, back onto a team, which was led by uh, Daniel Reverend Daniel Morton Jones and uh, Brooke uh, Brooke Morton Jones to the team to Campsey. And then from then on, straight after COVID, so 2022 was the Shell Harbour. So this time was uh, Illawarra and then Perth, uh, back to Pastor Paulus after a 16-year 16 16 year hiatus. And then just this year to Pastor Butch in Perth again. Now, in saying that, you may have noticed that there have been gaps in between from 2006 to... So from yeah, 2006 to 2010, and then from 2015, or say, yeah, 2015 to 2018. Let me rephrase again. From 2007 to 2009, that was that gap. And from 2016 to, two, uh, no, 2015 to 2018, that was that gap as well. Now, the reason being that I didn't make AYM a, a consecutive um, a consecutive thing for me. So basically, in two thousand seven, in year twelve, I had to work, and by working means I missed out on youth, and by missing out on youth, which means I wasn't being faithful in my attendance to youth. And the reason why I say that is this: if you want to be a part of AYM, and this is taught from my pastor Sam, from my pastor, Pastor Sam, is that you got to be faithful in the little things. You got to be faithful in your attendance to youth. And this is to anyone speaking here in Australia. And I'm I'm just sharing this from my my you know, my view my perspective, because if you've got to be you've got to be faithful you've got to attend youth, 
but I'm not saying this hotel. If I had ten youth, I would get to go in AOM. That's not the. That's not. It's not. I'm not trying to say it that way. But your leaders will see if you're faithful in those things, your attendance, you know how you conduct yourself, you know how you prepare yourself. You know when it comes to preaching or teaching, whether your youth leader says, share five minutes, and you do those five minutes with us. Hmm. They may say okay, and you, as you develop and as you. You know, if you remain faithful in those things, then doors are open, you know, such as an AYM or an OYM. Anyway, so 2007, I had to work. Um, yeah, I had to work and I was missing around youth. 2008 was sort of the same thing as well. I was working two jobs. Uh, the reason being it was just my mom and myself and just trying to make end meets and help my mom on top of that. Now, 2009, I was supposed to go back on the AYM, AYM um, you know, back in the AYM sort of scenery. Unfortunately, that was the passing away of Pastor Sam Bulevosas, the the one who who shared to me, who told me my first trip was in Perth. And then 2010 was back, was, um, yeah, um, I was back on the AOM scene, and this time in Wollongong, in, uh, yeah, in Wollongong. Sorry, Shell Harbour back then, Shell Harbour. Now, in saying that, what I took out of each trip, what I took out of each trip was basically this, is... I grew from them, I grew, I created friendships, most of them still last to this day, and also took me out of my comfort zone. You know, there's a saying that if you want to grow, you've got to get out of your comfort zone. Not only just out of your comfort zone, but also, you know, make new friends, you know, in your fellowship, bring a breaking bread from house to house. There's a saying that I go with, you know, a foolish person will build walls, but a wise person will build bridges. And it's by through these trips that I've been I've managed to build bridges of friendships. Friendships of different nationalities, friendships of different ages, friendships of you know, you know, particular upbringings, friendships of those the way I hear their story. And it's it's wonderful. It's really wonderful to really take or take in what most people go through in different churches. And I really thank the Lord for that. Um but also on top of that as well, when it came to these trips, what I took out of it is also being prepared. Being prepared because the AYM is not, it's not just about, you know, just meeting, you know, making friends in there, but also you're going there to do minister, you're going there to do the work of the Lord, you're going there to, you know, do your part as a team member of the AYM team. And, you know, you've you got to be prepared, you know, fasting, praying, you know, meditate on the word, you know, um, not not mean not as a means of trying to impress people, but impact people with the word of God, with your testimony. And I've seen many times, you know, how with AYM, how certain people have shared, and it's wonderful. It's 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 awesome, and it's it's a it's a great learning curve for those for for those who, you know, in ministry for them to grow. And uh, that's what I found with AYM. Also, on top of that, in regard to AYM. Uh, what I took out of it as well was it helped me to lead, you know, lead a team. So, 2014, my trip, the trip to Limbrook, this was my first time to lead a team. And once again, I, I tell you right now, I was nervous for that. I thought to myself that every AYM team, I'll just be part of a team. But then 2014 came, they said, okay, you're leading the team. And I still remember the team of 2014. So back it was um, it was one from KMC, one from WA, 
Oh no, one from KMC, two from WA. So um, it was um, yes. Yeah, so Sister Angela, Sister Angela Werner, now now married to now Sister uh, Angela Levino, um, married to Pastor Don up there in Townsville, and then your Sister Gabriel. Um, Gabriella or Gabriel from Campsey, I think believe there's married as well. And Brother Steve, um, Brother Steve, I don't know, man, Brother Steve Sear. I'd say his last name is pretty long, but I don't, uh, I don't want to spoil it. And yes, um, I remember that team very well, and I think most of all three of them are married now. So it's wonderful to see, you know, um, you know, go down that path, and also it was wonderful for that weekend as well. And I still remember going to Gumbaya Park in Limbrook and going to Holding the Snakes, and yeah, it was some, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was some experience. So I thank the Lord for that. Um, also, what I took out of the trips was you know it's not only just growth fellowship but also seeing how the church how churches operate here in australia uh each church operates differently but it's wonderful to see uh when it goes you know when you are there you just see yeah it just opens your understanding or opens your eyes of how things are done now advice for those doing aym okay i meant you gotta be prepared uh I mean, you got to, you know, it's not just a means of going sightseeing or so, but also be obedient. Be obedient when it comes to doing, you know, when when it comes to a way. For example, if you've been asked to share five minutes, share five minutes. If you've been asked to preach 20 minutes, preach 20 minutes. Now, the reason why I say this a week before going to AYM in 2006, Pastor Sam, we had dinner at his house with, you know, two of the two other um, two other brethren. Um, uh, that also included my youth, uh, former youth leader. And he basically shared to us about, you know, being obedient about time and being obedient about uh, what you're allocated to do. Don't go over the time. If you know you're going to go over the time, make sure you prepare before that you don't do that. You don't go over the time. Um, and that's what I took out of that as well. And, you know, the reason being because obedience is better than sacrifice. And also be prepared because if it's your first AYM trip, 100%, you're going to be nervous. You're going to be nervous because you're going in the plane. You're going to be nervous because you're not going with your brothers or you're not going with your parents. Maybe just you in that plane, you know, going to meet the other team. But if it's a blessing that you have other people with you in the church and that team going in the same plane, praise the Lord. Amen to that, man. Amen. Because at least you know you, you may be still nervous, but you're in the way you should be comfortable that you've got someone by your side. Just had a just as I did back in two thousand six. Um also on top of that, when it comes to doing AYM, um enjoy the moment. Enjoy the moment. Cause you know, those weekends they go quick, they go fast. As the saying goes, time goes fast when you're having fun. And enjoy the moment because it will become after that Sunday night service or Sunday morning service. You look back at it and you evaluate where you've done great, where you could improve more for next AYM trip, God willing, if you're allowed to. And on top of that as well, you know, as the trips, as you accumulate your trips, don't be afraid. I mean, sorry, not don't be afraid. Don't be surprised that you may be asked to lead a trip. So for myself, after you know, being in the part of uh, certain AYM teams, to lead my lead the first team, my first team in twenty fourteen was 
was nervous, but you know, you learn from it, you develop from it, and you just grow from it. And out of the ten trips, I've been able, I've been blessed to lead on four trips. So four out of the ten trips I made. So yeah, four out of ten trip. Yeah, out of the ten trips, I've been able to lead four teams. So I do hope that what I've shared is a way to, you know, encourage someone, uh, to motivate someone to do AYM. But most of all, pending your pastor's approval, just be faithful in the little things. Just be faithful, be obedient, be submissive to your youth leader, to anyone that may be hearing this in Australia. And and look, if you don't get chosen, if you get overturned for an AYM trip, um, don't be discouraged. Do not be discouraged. Just keep on, keep on doing. Just keep on coming to you. Just trying to be, you know, faithful as you can be. Don't, you know, don't be discouraged. Try not to get angry at your youth leader. Or don't try to be, have an attitude against your youth leader. You look, everything, it will take time. And it's all in God's timing. It's all in God's timing. But also on top of that, young person, in, you know, in regard to AYM, now comparison is the thief of joy. Comparison is the thief of joy. Don't try and don't try and compare yourself with another young person in your team, or you know, from previous teams or so. Compare yourself with the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, you may say, "There's a well, I can't preach like you know my our team leader. I can't preach like other youth president. I can't preach like you know that pastor or that sister." God's got you. He's allocated you. You know, He knows what He can do for you and what you can do for Him. All you got to do is just be rely on the Lord, especially on this trip. You got to be baptized and filled with the Holy Ghost. That's one of the main, you know, main prerequisites. So just rely on the Lord, and you know, don't you know, try and don't get discouraged if you, you know, you do your best and you may not get the response from the congregation. Just say, you know, I've done my part. I've been obedient to my leader, and I'm just gonna keep on doing, you know, keep on doing my part when I go back to my local church. No, and that's the case from that. And look, and also on top of that, out of the trips, you know, there may be some funny moments during the trip where you look back and you have a bit of a chuckle, you have a bit of a laugh with past teammates, or when you meet up at conference or at a camp, you just share, you know, the catch-ups on how they've been up to the trip. You know, that's, and that's the blessings of AYM. Now, what do I want to see out of, you know, out of uh, AYM in the future? Well, for me, I'd like to see more participation of young people. But on top of that as well, I have to come to an understanding logistically, especially of all churches, that you know, there's some that can accept teams and there's some that I can't because um, you know, you know, of fees and that. And that's why I thank the Lord for the National Youth Ministries. They you know they they look from that perspective. So acknowledging the youth committee from youth president to all the way to the other various members of the you know, of us, the regional areas and you know, doing their part as best as they can. But um, once again, I just want to thank the Lord for 10, you know, 10 AYM trips. I just want to thank the Lord for, you know, every group leader, you know, that I've been under uh, from my first one to Bill Nakota 2006 and Peter Marks in 2010, uh, 2011 Greg Hackathon, 2012 uh, Dion Thomas, 2013, um, yeah, 2013 Greg Hackathon, and then from 2014 onwards, I've just been the um, yeah, I've just led from them. Well, except for 2019, acknowledging Reverend uh, Daniel Morden Jones, uh, Morden Jones, or AKA Morty, and also to all the group members I can uh, think of, 
I just want to say thank you as well for you know these wonderful 10, 10 AOM troops. Now I'm not saying I'm gonna finish up, but I do hope that um I get another opportunity to be in a couple more AOMs, God willing, if the Lord tarries. But also I just want to acknowledge, you know, other members, you know, that I've been able to be a part with, you know, from twenty two thousand six, Peter Father Tangaloa, from two thousand ten, uh, Brother Leon from Campbell Church. Um, Michelangelo, uh, my sister Michelangelo, now married. Uh, and then there was myself and Peter Marks from Adelaide. And then 2011 was Greg Hackathorn and then Taylor Gretsch, now Taylor Morris, and Harriet Tedder, now Harriet Cannon. In uh, 2012 was Dion Thomas and then Ch- um, Chelsea Frost, now now married happily married shout out to shout out to you chelsea and and brother david and little joshua aka ola every time man ola 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 so shout out to you little buddy and um yep and then liti from new state Cambridge church then 2013 was ashley gates the hackathon greg hackathon myself 2014 angela werner uh um, Gabriel from I believe still hopefully I think still Tim Kim's church and then Brother Steve Brother Steve from Northside Pentecostal Church in WA and in 2019 was Reverend Morton Jones Sister Brooke, Estridge, uh, Brooke Jones before then Brooke Estridge uh, Alf, um, Brother Alpha from Canberra Church uh, Brother Caleb Caleb from Wollongong Church and Sister Rebecca, I think, from Campbelltown Church, now moved on to America. And then in 2022 was Brother David Aquila, uh, Sister Philo Rotawa. And in the Perth one in 2022, Sister Bethany McLaughlin and uh, Sister Jemima Aquila. And then, of course, for this one, 2023, Brother Prosper Lunga. And Sister Rebecca Barandov. So those are my names you know, that I've mentioned. And, and those are the people that have been blessed to be part in that AYM, you know, in those AYM teams over the years. And uh, once again, I just want to thank the Lord for it. And it's it's a wonderful initiative. And and that's, yeah, that's that's the AYM experience for me, uh, um, to those that are listening. I do hope that you've listened all the way through. And I hope you've taken something out of what AYM is and what you can do to be a part of it. How you, um, you know, how you can be a part of it, or so on and so forth. Now, in regards to applying, of course, the NYA, the NYM do have pointers or so. But look, most of all, ask your pastor. No, don't, no, don't take that out of this podcast. Oh, brother Cruz said I can try AYM or you know should do it. Hold first of all, talk to your pastor and youth lead. That's the, that's the main thing. That's the main thing I should have added at the beginning, and that's about it. I think that's about it, and I think I've covered everything in regards to AYM. So, ladies and gentlemen, then once again, this is the last episode for this season, and I just want to say thank you. But look, before we finish off, before I finish off, just sharing about AYM. I uh, just thought I would take this time to close in prayer. So if you're driving, um, please do not close your eyes while you're driving. I don't want you to be in an accident. But if you're not, why don't we just close our um, close eyes and just, uh, yeah, as I just pray right now. Now, Lord, I just thank you for this time and opportunity. 
thank you, Lord God, for you know what has taken place this year uh, for AYM to all the teams that have gone to other places. And I just thank you, Lord God, for this initiative of the Australian Youth Missions. Thank you, Lord, for our youth president, Reverend Greg Wilmot, and to the others that assist in him in a great, in you know, whatever capacity it may be. And thank you, Lord God, for the contribution, which is great to see. But Lord, I just pray, Lord God, that for any young person that's taken anything out of this, out of this podcast in regard to AYM or in regard to my story of AYM, I just pray, Lord God, you may ignite a fire, Lord God, of doing their part for the kingdom. Of going to other churches and seeing how churches not only operated but how churches outreach to their community around them. Jesus, I thank you, Lord God, for the past team members that I've past teams that I've been in, uh, the past team members I've been under, or team leaders I've been under. And thank you, Lord, for you know that the teams that I've been able to lead. And I just thank you for that, Lord. But Lord, most of all, I just pray, Lord to God, that this podcast in a way will be able to reach out and in a way impress upon their hearts or make an impact upon their hearts or mindset to do their part in the kingdom, especially when it comes to AYM. Jesus, thank you, Lord God, for all that has been done. And Lord, uh, look after the listeners that may be listening for the remainder of this year, of the remainder of this year, when it comes Christmas or so, and that you may meet with their needs. But Jesus, thank you for everything you have done. Give you all glory and praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Listeners, I hope you enjoyed this podcast for this year of 2023. Thank you so much once again for your support. And see you next year in the year 2024 for another season of the Everyday Apostolic Podcast where the individual shares their story for God's glory. I'm your host, Brother Cruz Cordray, all the way from the Pentecostals of Parramatta. Wishing you a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, stay safe, and remember... Jesus is the reason for the season. Take care. God bless.